magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I am Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy reader, energy healer, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, and boy, don't we need that magic. Yes. Welcome, everyone. (laughs) Yes. Hello, everyone. So we didn't actually do a real check-in this time even before, so let's check in. Well, what card did you pick? I don't remember. Oh, I picked Letting Go from the um, Avalon Oracle, the Wisdom Mm -hmm. of Avalon Oracle. So if this is your first time listening to our podcast, this is where we talk about the cards we drew last week for the week, the previous week, and Mm -hmm. talk about how they sort of played in yeah to our our week so i got letting go you got the The lovers lovers. Mm -hmm. from the mystical cats tarot Mm -hmm. which was more directed towards well not only but they're a lot towards self-love i think they were talking about in that um in the work in the book with it yeah and i always think of the lovers too and just in tarot in general as being about making a choice because they often talk about that yeah that there's something about making a choice aligned with the lover's card and Mm. definitely it feels like this week has been so much about definitely letting go I can see that um but also like what do we want to create oh my god I mean you're really giving away the energy report here (laughs) it's (laughs) been so clear yes so clear this week yeah there's been like did you feel like i just felt like an influx of energy for myself i always i swear every time i talk about this like on instagram or wherever i feel like i always have to like say you know the caveat of if you're feeling if you're sick obviously if you're caring for people if you're a healthcare worker whatever you're you may not be feeling any of this and then i feel a little guilty that i am feeling it but but at the same time, it really is also an encouraging message, I think, if you want to take it that way. Well, yeah. And what I talked about in my video from this week, because every other week I do a video for my blog and my YouTube channel. And I talked about how like some people right now, yeah, they're they're sick, their loved ones are sick, or they're really worried about money yeah. um, or their job, or yeah. their job makes them worried about being sick. I mean, yeah. so, so for those people, it's like that's why the rest of us who maybe are in a position where we have some more time and some more resources yeah it's all the more reason for us to be visioning positive things Mm. for the future and tapping into our positive intentions not not like that's all we should do like we'll just sit around and send light but that's a good place to start and if we don't like so many of us don't know what to do in the physical Mm. world like how can I help yeah and so a good place to start is to ask the divine and to visualize what do you what would you like to see and then to open up to like what actions can I take in the physical world so I want to just emphasize that that I'm not saying just sit around and send love and light but I think like that's kind of a way around thinking feeling guilty I don't think we should feel guilty for that for having this influx of energy of like how can we support the world spiritually and in the physical world right yes that's very true yeah and I do think like I I said this too on my post on Instagram about how like I'm not about like good vibes only and good vibes but I have felt this like this real gift of this new energy that my guides keep telling me about is coming in this was the first week I like well, I was feeling the love before or the extra light in my heart and that direction. But this week I felt it with energy. Like, yeah. oh, I can use that. I suddenly had energy that I didn't have before. Yeah, me too. And it was actually for me, speaking of the cards, connected to letting go. Because I think I mentioned, I think I texted you about this, that I was feeling, and I, we talked about this on the podcast too, that I was starting to have this lethargy. Uh-huh. That was like beyond, like, I don't really think I'm this tired. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, yeah. I could just like how I took a nap, remember? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, <laughs> I just want to lay here and read. And it's like, and then on Saturday or no, Sunday, I was like, 
I'm just going to try to clear some clutter and see what happens because Mm. that often, like even when I think I'm like, no, I don't want to clear clutter. Then often just like as soon as I start, I get inspired and get more energy and it it happened and I played music and I like tapped into what music do I really want to hear? And it was the hair soundtrack, (laughs) (laughs) which I haven't listened to for forever, but it was so perfect. Wow. I don't even know what that sounds like. You don't? You know that Broadway musical hair? I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever listened to it. Oh, you're missing out. There's a movie of it, too. Okay. Actually, I've never seen the musical. It's probably really different than the movie. I've only seen the movie. And then in high school, I listened to the soundtrack all the time. Mm. And then I listened to Rocky Horror Picture Show. I was in a weird mood. But those. Like I've been wanting to listen to a lot of things that remind me of my youth. The past, yeah, yeah. Nostalgia stuff coming up. Yeah, but I also think it's because, like, the way Ted described it was, uh, the world got our attention again. You know, where it's like when you're in high school, you're just like, what is going on? Who am I? (laughs) What's going to happen to my life? It's kind of like that energy. Like it's really can be scary, which we, I think, forget how scary it is Mm -hmm. to be a kid, Mm -hmm. you know, but also inspiring at the same time. So I think maybe that's part of why it's really was resonating like in the drama of being young. Like it's Mm. back. (laughs) You know what I mean? back. (laughs) that is so funny it's funny because i'm writing a ya novel right now and they're in high school so i'm like really in that feeling mode anyway with that yeah but um yeah that's interesting i haven't been feeling that otherwise in my real i mean i guess i mean i have been feeling I, I guess I do know what you mean, like feeling kind of scared, like what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what yeah. are we doing? What's next? Like no In a concept way that, of yeah. what's next. Yeah. Yeah. That's what reminds me of high school. But it's uh, like, what is, because also yeah. I grew up in a small town. So it was like, what does the world look like? You know, my oh, small town wow. wasn't even a suburb. It was like surrounded by just uh, like fields. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. what is it going to be like? To, I mean, I had traveled uh, a little bit, but yeah. not like lived anywhere else. So I, it's kind of like that of like, I have no concept of what next year is going to look like. Oh, Where will I be? So interesting. Know? Yeah. Cause I spent like three or four years in New York city as a kid. So we have very different upbringings in yeah. that way. But I, there still was, I know what you mean, like with that high school feeling of like the world is open. But you yeah. know what? The world always is open. And I, I know. feel like that's changing for people. Like, you know, I feel like when we were kids, like our you thought of your parents, they have one job their whole life and that's it, you know? And yeah. I feel like the last 10 years or so, Maybe even more people, you start to realize like, oh, wait, I don't have to have one job my whole life. Totally. I can switch it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, that that scariness, it's really interesting. Well, um, but I do also think part of it is this whole like, it does make you do a whole life review too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, where was I? Who yes. am I? Where am I going? But also who, where was I? Right. (laughs) And what choices have I made? Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have been thinking a lot about all the places I've lived and Mm -hmm. just, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, Well, I had an interesting thing in terms of the lovers with self-love because I told you before I did something to my back and when I was working out. And so my back was in a lot of pain this for a couple of days. And this one night I was sitting there and, um, I don't know why this occurred to me, and I do think it's the new energy coming in, but I was like, what if I just, I realized I was holding a lot of tension around it, and I was like, what if I loved myself as much as I loved my cat, Greg, who was laying next to me at the time, because I love him so much. Oh, my God. (laughs) I really love him. Anyway, so I was like, what if I love myself that much, and then I just kind of like felt that love in my back and then it oh. like the pain went away whoa it did the next morning it was back mo- not as much but it wasn't like completely gone but that night when I was like I couldn't even sleep because I was like I don't know I had to sleep on my back and I don't I'm not comfortable with that anyway but it just went away like I could slept oh. the whole night and it really was like a big like realization for me 
I'm, I'm the one, the thing my guides have been telling me, I'm like, what am I, what do I do? What do I do? Like to help the world? What am I supposed to do? You know, but then they keep directing it back to me, especially today. They were like, your one mission basically is to love yourself like completely, like just absolutely without any restriction yeah and it's crazy how it really did heal like when I loved myself when I was feeling sick like that it was like oh like everything Uh, just like as opposed to like uh, you know holding it holding tension and feeling whatever it was I wasn't even aware of like not loving myself that was the other thing but love is infinite so you can always go deeper you can always go to like Greg level Greg Love, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so great. That I love guy. that. And then from there, then it becomes easier to help. It becomes things become like you get more connected to your intuition and like your And in to flow. each other. And like, yeah. like that, that we're all connected and that yeah. like I can like send this love to the world. Like it's like all no, there's no separation. Like you really feel that the more you love yourself. Yeah, and then you feel empowered, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I can create positive change. I talked about that in the video, too, where, um, like, that it's always important to love yourself. And I we always – I talk about that a lot. But yeah. right now, like you said, there's new energies coming in. But what I was talking about was, like, this situation kind of puts things in perspective, too. Yeah. So it's kind of like – Really? I've been not loving myself because what? Because yeah. of my belly? Because yeah. of my, like, what? Because yeah. I don't think yeah. I'm smart in this one way or whatever. Like, yeah. it just seems so dumb yeah. to hold on to those, you <laughs> what know? What an idiot you were. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not dumb, How but... <laughs> stupid. God. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> like, yeah. insignificant, let's say. Yes, like, yeah. it just seems like... <laughs> Yeah, no, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, and it is crazy how it really is infinite, like, how it's just, like, you can love yourself more and more and more and more, and that's not a selfish thing. In fact, it's the opposite. This is why it's, like, that weird thing when someone is acts all, like, um... Like if uh, someone has narcissistic tendencies, for instance, we tend to think, oh, they really love themselves. But the truth is, no, there's a lot of fear Mm -hmm. there. They're protecting themselves with this image of all importance because they're afraid if they let that go that they're going to be weak or fall apart. Yeah. But true self-love empowers everybody. Yeah. Well, we did it. (laughs) (laughs) we figured it out (laughs) these these were all your answers oh hold on oops i adjusted the volume okay shall we move on yes so now let's talk about goddess provisions okay great (laughs) so this is a subscription service that natasha and i both love so much Mm -hmm. it's um it's got all kinds of fun, magical stuff. So there's usually yeah. always a crystal in there. There's maybe some, like a face product or mm. like a spell. Candle with Can- gems in it or flowers. Yeah. I mean, it's truly like, I realize that we are selling this, but it's truly like the <laughs> ultimate self-care box. And actually yeah. somebody, um, one of our listeners said the other day that they love getting it even more now. Because yeah, me too. You, it, I actually do yes, too. It really is like a special like, oh, my favorite things are arriving in a Right. Box. And last time I had had a hard time getting chocolate. And then there was a chocolate bar. Like, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get it at Target. It was, like, all sold out oh, for some no. reason. I showed for Ted, like, oh, a chocolate bar. <laughs> it was so exciting. And now my daughter's, like, she pillages through it trying to ask me for all of it. I'm like, no, you can't have this. I did give her the last – I think it was Labradorite from last oh, week because yeah. I – um last month because I have a bunch of Labradorite and she's setting up her own little, she calls it a, I think I told you what she called it, but it was something she made up, like a witch's, um, I forget what she called it, but it's basically just a shelf with... (laughs) 
her witchy so things. Cute. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, if you buy it through our website, we get a small commission and we really appreciate it. Um, so you can go to magicmondaypodcast.com and it, there's a little banner on the side. And if you click on that, um, yeah, we get a little commission. And all boxes are cruelty free. They plant a tree for every box sold and they're vegan. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great deal. So check it out. Yeah. Yes. All righty. Um, should we go to questions? Yes, but first. First. Oh, yes. Say, Thank you. You're you good about that. If you could write us a review on Apple Podcasts, we would be so grateful. Yes. Not just Thank because you. it's good for our podcast, but because it makes us personally feel valid and happy. <laughs> <laughs> but mostly because it does help other people find us. Yeah. Well, but it, I think uh, it's 50-50. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate it a lot it's true that would be a real good i've said i think i said this before like one day i was like i'm just gonna take it in what people have said on there because a lot of yeah. times i'm like oh that's nice but i don't like really let myself feel it yeah that'd be a good self-love exercise yeah there have been reviews that have made me tear up a little bit yeah yeah, me too. They're really, they're really nice. We yeah. love you yeah. all. Um, okay, so now should we do questions? Yes. Okay, great. Um, okay, so the first one is from Tiana. And should I just, I'll read it. Yeah, you sure. don't have it there. Okay. Um, hi, Tess and Natasha. I hope you both are doing well during these strange times. And I want to thank you for the love and light you share with this podcast. I absolutely love listening and feel it is an anchor during my week. That's nice. Your wisdom and insight is so helpful. Thank you. I'm curious to know more about fairies. This is your real, this is in your wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. I grew up with my Irish grandmother saying that I had the fae. Could you provide insight into what this might mean? I've always loved fairies, but I've also recently heard that they may be slightly dangerous or tricky to work with. Could you discuss a brief history of fairies and or a way to connect with them? That was the, that's the first part of the fairies question. Okay. So, Tiana, you are already connected with them if you feel attracted to fairies. And if your grandma told you you're of the fae, then you already have a relationship with them. Going out in nature, like having the intention to connect with the fae, then that can also support that strength and that bond. Hmm. But so a brief history, every <laughs> culture has had this concept of nature spirits. So Ireland, England, Wales, like there is, uh, that's where we think of the Fae. When we think of the Fae, there's like that's yeah. that specific kind of culture. But but every culture has like had, sure. every ancient culture has been like, you know, connected to the spirits of nature. That's mm. what the Fae are. That's what the, they're, they're nature spirits. So that's why. I wonder why, if there's Jewish fairies. Yeah, I bet there are. Have to look that up. Well, there's jinn, right? Which are um, are those related to Judaism? I know, like no, no, no. Islam. Well, in the Middle East, the the jinn are like a fairy, like a fire oh. fairy. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, um, sorry. Go on. Oh, that's okay. But so when people talk about fairies being dangerous. To me, this is really similar to wild animals being dangerous or ah. nature being dangerous. Nature is, can be dangerous. You have to respect it. It's not Disneyland. You know, it's like a place where you have to be aware. You might get cold. You might, you know, there mm. might be like a steep drop off. Um, there might be poisonous herbs. Like you just have to be aware. And also the fae. Um, they're like, you can also think of them as like a bridge between human consciousness and nature. So we are, of course, we're nature, but we're pretty domesticated. We're very, mm -hmm. very domesticated now. So, mm -hmm. but we have those ancient roots. And if you are a person who feels like really connected to fairies, then you have, maybe you kind of like genetically, I mean, might be a way to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you have a lot of that. You still have a lot of that wildness, even though we're still in this domesticated mm -hmm. world, but you still like have an extra amount of that. I mean, I also kind of think like they're nature spirits, but I also even kind of think that they, the way that we resonate with them is like the part of humans that is still wild. Mm. 
That's but, interesting. Yeah, but we can also, another reason why people think of them as dangerous sometimes or scary, mm-hmm. I think, is because they don't have human politeness. Oh, oh, they oh, don't oh, have yeah. human, like, I they think just, I remember that. You're fairy. We've talked about that guide. a while ago. Yeah. I oh, your guide, guide is a fairy. Yeah, yeah. And he's guides. real, yeah, yeah. He's real, like... <laughs> he's um he's very sexy he's very Mm -hmm. um wild and he Mm -hmm. doesn't care about Mm -hmm. uh, about being like nice or not appearing scary he kind of like when i connect with my fairy guide he kind of (laughs) reminds me of that like to transcend Uh, like the human stories about like Oh, you've got to be nice and you've got to be polite and you've got to, I don't know, just like. Well, yeah, it's funny because when I see your fairy guy, because I don't connect to fairies very well, but when I see him, he's like, it's funny you call him sexy because to me, he looks real short, kind of like Danny DeVito, but he has like black hair. Anyway, he's smoking when I see him. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's Dionysian, I think is a way to. <laughs> but he doesn't, he's not a Danny DeVito sort of shape when I like mm-hmm. tune into him he's um he's like he has long hair and he's just yeah just that's how I see him too long black hair he's, I guess maybe it's because he's short changes oh okay sort of like a shape-shifting kind of guy okay. but he's um very I mean like humans would call him naughty but he's uh-huh. like he's a yeah. wild creature yeah. so it's not that it's but he does like just help me connect to my wildness. So anyway, yeah. those are the That's, reasons I just, why. Last thing I just want to say is he just said to me, um, let her <laughs> see me how I, how she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it swatted me away. He's often like by a fire. Uh-huh. It's kind of like a rock and roll sort of yeah, energy. Yeah, I see mean. Yeah. To but, me, he's more like a roadie. No offense to him <laughs> at all. <laughs> no offense. At all. He doesn't care, by the way. No, no, he doesn't. So, um, (laughs) shut up. But I will say that I, the approaching the fairies with respect Mm. is wise in it, like a healthy respect, not like they need us to respect them in a human way, but just like maybe you don't want to call them in, like call in lots of fairies to your house. Mm, all at once because you don't know what could happen they could have like a house party yeah they might like start hiding your things and things could get a little (laughs) just weird um you might like i have this relationship with this guy then he doesn't he's like in no way causes me any issues Mm -hmm. but like outside your house you know in your garden or in just like the natural area around your house you can call on fairies and connect with them and like see trees as spirits and rocks and the earth kind of like connect with the aliveness of you can think of like gnomes being a part of the earth uh but but you don't want to and you don't want to think of them as like oh i'm gonna call on some fairies to help me do some magic just like you're just using them or taking advantage of them yes you know sorry i want to say one thing because before we started doing this. I didn't know much about fairies. And my daughter got a fairy Bible. And there are a lot of, like, scary fairies yeah. in there. And she's yeah. like, Mom, are there scary fairies? Yeah. Yeah. Well, because also because, like, nowadays we feel pretty safe from nature. But our ancestors, you know, they had to learn that uh, oh, if you drink out of that water, you might die. You know, or people often will go into that forest and never come out, you know, and that's really that would really happen to them a lot. It still happens to us sometimes, but yeah, was more our ancestors. So it was natural for them to be like, oh, that, you know, that stream or that pond is filled with evil fairies who will poison you if you drink from it. It's just kind of a way to think of nature as being alive. But it's not, it's not because nature hates you or nature is evil. It's right. neutral. Right. I see. But, but if you want to enlist fairies for help in various ways, you can do that. Like romance 
if you're feeling like some spring romance, like Beltane is coming up, do you want to draw in some romance? You can enlist the fairies, but you want to give them stuff. They're not, mm. it's not like angels where they just yeah. want to help you. They just, yeah. Like, yes, yeah, you ask for help, we're going to help you. Uh, They're more like they will, you can align with them, but you need to give them some presents, like maybe some shiny dimes, okay. or um, you could scatter some seeds as an offering you could mm. bless some beer and pour it out into the earth mm. you could create a little fairy altar and put some crystals on it but that's you want to like have this kind of relationship with them where you're it's ex- so interesting because my daughter this is so much more aligned with how she is than how i am it makes sense and i feel bad i just want to tell your fairy i appreciate <laughs> and respect him <laughs> i do <laughs> Um, I feel extremely okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But she built a whole fairy house yesterday, like out of tape, like really constructed this whole house. And it really makes a lot of sense. Like she's like really instinctually, you know, building them things so that she can connect to them. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I did just do a quick Google and it turns out, yeah, Jews are more aligned with angels. Oh, right. There isn't, it doesn't, at least in my quick little search, there doesn't Mm -hmm. look like there's Jewish fairies that it's more. And it is interesting because I have always been more connected to angels than fairies. It didn't make sense to me until now. Now I totally get them and I see what you're saying. But uh, how the reciprocal relationship reciprocal. is more. Yeah. yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Um, did I interrupt you too many times? <laughs> uh, no. No. So, I mean, just maybe one more thing to connect yeah. with fairies. Another offering is to, because it just occurred to me that it it's how we want to have a reciprocal relationship with the earth also. Like we yes. want to connect with. That's true. Taking care of the earth and being responsible toward the earth. So, it, that can be another way to strengthen your connection to the Fae is they if maybe go visit a park or like a local natural area and pick up some trash. Mm. That can be a fairy offering. Well, that's nice. I like that. Um, do you have any books or resources that you know of? Uh, yes, I oh. like the fairy Bible that you already mentioned. Oh, okay. Um, and. Oh, that's by Teresa Mori. I'm looking at my bookcase. Oh. And then um, there's a book by Sky Alexander called Fairies. And there's also um, a book by Carol Rose called Spirits, Fairies, Leprechauns, and Goblins. Hmm. Okay. Great. Um, do you <clears> – <throat> so, yeah, thank you. Tiana. Um, should we talk now about that question from the Magic Money listeners? Yeah. Paige, what do you remember exactly what she said? Or I can look it up real quick. Uh, well, there was a, I can summarize it. There was a question about the journaling prompt in my planner, my 2020 or most magical year yet planner, which for this month was what would you want to do? Even if you failed, something like that. I yeah, what would you and... be glad you did even if you failed? Oh, right. And she, I don't remember her name right now, but she was saying she, it was hard for her to answer that because every time she thought of failing, she was like, well, I wouldn't want to do that if I failed. Mm-hmm. So she was like, what did you mean by that? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because she doesn't want to do anything that she would fail at, which I'm mm-hmm. sure is something a lot of people feel. Yeah. So I thought it would be good to talk about that. Yeah. Did you want to say something first? or? Um, Well, I feel like I've been talking a lot about the fairy thing, so you start. Oh, okay. I feel like I've been interrupting a lot about the fairy thing. Um, We do co-host, though. It's good to have a conversation. (laughs) 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 All right. So um, my – what I – I wanted to talk about that just because um, I thought it was – just really interesting that it, that she was like, well, of course I don't want to do something <laughs> to fail at, yeah. you know. And I think the the heart of that question, if if tell me if I'm wrong, was really, what would you want to do for the joy of, regardless of how it turned out? Is mm-hmm. that what you mean? You weren't like really focusing on the failure well, part of it. No, I wasn't focusing on the failure part of it, but it was also like. Maybe you would fail, but 
you yeah. like no, yeah for the joy of it but maybe also for like knowing what it's like like how would you ever even know if you don't try do you know what I mean right yeah yeah so like too. the excitement the joy the fun or the just like oh what is this without mm-hmm. th- well, not necessarily knowing oh I'm going to fail but just that you don't know what's gonna happen you don't know if you're good at it you don't know if you're bad at it or if you, you would know. even like it like if you, maybe right. you think you would, but maybe you wouldn't. But then you'd know, you know. Right. Right. So I think part of what she was maybe getting hung up on was like the outcome that she would certainly fail as opposed to just like, um, what would you do if you don't know what would happen? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So I, I think I just want to say about that is like so much of – a lot of people, it's interesting to bring up my daughter again. I hope she won't mind this. But she is, like, <laughs> extremely talented, extremely smart. And a lot of times people like that are very perfectionistic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know this until I recently. Well, she's a well, Virgo, we too, had right? Her. No. Oh, she's, she's a not. Leo. Oh, okay. She's Leo, Scorpio, Rising. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, so, anyway, um. Yeah, so, and I see her, and and me too, I'll just talk about myself, like, oh no, I can't do this because, yeah, what if I fail? And it really takes the joy out of the present moment, you know, letting, it's actually a real gift to be like, oh, you know what, maybe I will fail at this, who cares? And like, it really frees you up to to feel, um, it's funny because I think she mentioned skydiving, which would be fatal if you (laughs) Yeah, no, that probably isn't a good answer to that journaling question. (laughs) And I do think it's funny or interesting that that's where she went because it's like, oh my God, failure equals death. Right. You know, and I think that like, that's how it feels even if it doesn't equal death. Even if it's like, what if I write this song and it's fails it feels like death to you know if you're if you're in a perfectionistic mode yeah you know so yeah that's really what I wanted to say about that just like to feel have more freedom around um letting go of the outcome entirely yeah which is you know easier said than done well I was thinking (sighs) about how I um right out of high school went to acting school and then I tried to be a movie star for a little while Mm -hmm. and Ted and I talk about this because when I met him he was trying to be a rock star (laughs) and so but we talk about how we're so glad we did that because if we hadn't because it wasn't really his thing like he really loves producing and he really loves writing but performing wasn't his Mm -hmm. favorite um and for me I yeah I like I loved acting when I was in high school and then I went to acting school and then it was fine and then like little by little I sort of realized it maybe wasn't my passion Um, but I'm so I mean so glad I tried it because I feel like if I hadn't I might have always thought oh what I really wanted to do was act yeah you know yeah and now I know like I know what it was like (laughs) <laughs> and I did, I chose not to do it. So I feel yeah. like there's that. That's another function, I think. And I learned totally. so much that I really value. Like, I'm yes. so glad I learned how to act. And I'm so glad I learned. I met the people I met and, you know, just got comfortable with the whole performing thing. Like, it's so valuable to me. Mm-hmm. So just succeeding in the eyes of the world, I think, is so overrated. Totally. I feel like we're getting a really big shift with what's happening right now in terms of that too about what's valuable like just like we are we value so much now healthcare workers and people that are helping us in the grocery store and all of this and it's like the value of excuse me what's important is changing Mm -hmm. as a society I think yeah so yeah turning that internal focus to um just away from the end result and on to like what do I feel what do I want yeah the journey of it because there's also I read about how I read this book recently called when it's called when it's about timing it's like a guy who studies timing Hmm. and he said that humans overly like we focus on the end of something so much like if we have a really great vacation and then right at the end something 
really stressful happens, we'll always remember the whole thing as stressful. Totally. And he said we can shift that. So, and I think that this is one of those situations where it's like this, you have this whole experience, like me with acting, this whole experience of meeting people and like tapping into my feelings and getting comfortable on stage and like reading a bunch of great literature and all of these experiences I have. And then if I was just like, oh, and that was all for nothing because I wasn't ever a movie star yeah like that's my life that I was living yes totally I love that and it's funny because we had the same experience oh right (laughs) well you know so many people who are into metaphysics are have done acting because Mm -hmm. and and it's really actually a helpful skill I hadn't even thought about this but Mitch Horowitz it's an author I've been reading lately he talks about it. He's like a metaphysical author who also went to acting school. Oh, you know who else did? Funny. Marianne Williamson was also oh, wow. an actress mm-hmm. before she was a writer. But what I hadn't really considered so much was that not everyone has been trained in like tapping into the feeling of something that's not really in your present moment experience. Oh, and that's such yeah. a big part of manifesting. Is, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, okay. Now, the last question here, it, um, I'm not going to say her name just because she just sent it to me, and um, I don't know if she wanted to put it on the podcast, but it was so helpful. Like, I think it will be helpful for people to hear, and I won't even read it out. I'll just say that what she talked about was that she used to have the ability to see like colors and lights but lately when she imagines white light or gold light she just can't see it oh okay yeah and that um she yeah she used to be capable and she's wondering if grief can take away the ability to visualize um and do we have any special tricks or tips for working on visualizing um so i just wanted to say that um, in case anyone else has experienced that, I thought it was a pretty important thing to address. So yeah. um, I, I will say that I feel like when I tap into that, first of all, I do think grief can cloud over your ability to receive, um, especially if you're like, I just keep getting the crown chakra image, like almost like a cloud over it. If you're not processing the grief, if you're not allowing it to flow through, not just grief, not if you're processing it, but if you aren't processing it, I, I can see how it would block, um, receiving. Um, and, but it's pretty simple fix. I think in it's twofold. One, I think, looking at your ability to receive your ability, your feeling of deserving of receiving and allowing that in. Um, and also just like process, letting feelings come and go and allowing them to, you know, flow out. Boy, my crown chakra is buzzing now. I, I think it really is like about, um, yeah, just releasing so that you can bring in that light through your crown chakra. Um, and I was going to say something else that has just escaped me. Do you have anything to say while I try to remember that? Have yeah, you ever so, that? um, with visualizing for me, I, I've been practicing visualizing as part of my daily meditation for years and years, so it's gotten pretty, um, comfortable for me and pretty reliable, but when I first started doing that, I remember that some days were easier than others to mm. visualize. And I just made the decision to continue to show up with it every single day. And on the days that it wasn't super easy to bring a vision to mind, I would just think the words like I'm calling in yeah. light. I'm, you know, I'm walking to my new car or whatever it is that I'm visualizing, yeah. like use yeah. the words um, instead of the actual vision. And then maybe tomorrow the vision I'll be back. We'll just see like how how it's working day by day. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me what I was going to say, which was setting, just having the intention yeah. is essentially what you're saying. That's what, uh, yeah, is just having the intention. Oh, I'm open to receiving light. Um mm-hmm. I think I talked about this maybe last time. I don't remember. But one of the um, 
most powerful things I learned early on from Sinea Roman from those books that I love is she was talking about if you're in conflict with someone to say to yourself, I intend to go higher. Did I tell you that? No. I mean, I don't think so. No. Okay. Um, well, I do. If Bretton and, and I are ever in an argument, I just like, and I feel like caught up in like anger, upset. I just repeat to myself um, or with my kids, I just repeat, I intend to go higher, I intend to go oh, higher, I intend to go higher. <laughs> and it's just like, even though I'm not feeling it in that moment, again, it's not a good vibes only. It's just about like, I intend to have a shift in my energy so that I'm go operating from my high, my whole self, my highest self instead of the lower energies yeah. i mean that's judging them but you know instead of being caught in the story right or the you know yeah not judgy i feel like lifting above is like just a cool visualization to be like here's the story and now here i'm going to lift up above it yes yeah, so it's like it. an eagle eye perspective to mm-hmm. expand and have more yeah um so yeah so intention is like it, it's just so important in all of this in magic i feel yeah. like and in just life living a magical life is having that intention so just like op- imagining your crown chakra opening receiving this light and just having that intention and not forcing just being gentle on yourself oh and i can't see it right now i intend to you know hope i'll see it soon and not everyone is visual i'm very not visual so i don't always like see light I just yeah, you feel, can feel it. it. Yeah, yeah, to me, I feel it. Yeah, and one other thing, this is really simple, but something that has helped me in the past uh, to visualize specifically light is to look at the sun, not for very oh, long, yeah. just for a quick little second, look at the sun and how it's just like <laughs> so crazy liquid, but you can't even remember how bright it is until you actually see it with your eyes and then close your eyes and then there it is. It's easier yeah. to visualize it that way. That's a great tip. Also, I... I told her like selenite is a great way to connect to for me anyway if I touch selenite I'm like but I'm right I guess I'm a feeling one so feeling like that's how I pick up Claire yeah um but yeah working with a crystal can help raise the vibrational energy to pick up on like light more yeah I think a clear quartz would be what I would pick also quartz yeah but selenite is good because it helps you connect with um angels and and higher energy yeah so either i think that could also be good yeah to help cleanse clear away whatever the blocks are too and get that energy get the emotions flowing because it's so cleansing selenite yeah um all right well that was our questions should we go to the energy report? Yeah. Okay. Oh, by the way, this episode is season two now, if we want to call oh, that year two. Because <laughs> we finished up last weekend. By the way, thanks for everybody who um, entered the giveaway. I guess we announced it Saturday. Yeah. Congratulations to that winner, whoever, whoever you are. Yeah. <laughs> we're, thinking, we're not recording this. We record this on Friday. Okay, it's time for the energy report. I told Brett that I want to redo it so it's lower. Did I say that last time? So I mean, it's just you like could in if my you range. Want. People will get used to it after a while. Yeah, I've I've complained enough that now you're agreeing with me. Okay, <laughs> so I do like it how it is. But... You're like, if you'll shut up about it, I guess I'll get used to the other one. Okay. So um, this week, okay, it was so clear what this week is about. I mean, literally every every single person that came to me. um, Oh, I should say the energy report is where I talk about the energy trend of the week from my clients and also myself. Um, And this week it was like, oh my God, every single person. It was like, creating more space within how I see it is within your aura but it's but that's energetically speaking but it's really about what you had said earlier getting to know what do I want creating more space for myself so that I can feel into what I want so I can create the life that I want um who am I (laughs) I wonder if Brett's gonna put that at the end as the tag who am I (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why am I here? Um, so, 
<laughs> yeah, but it, it is really, I mean, I just kept seeing people like kind of fighting for more space within their aura so that they can have more room for themselves to create the life that they want. Mm. And I mean, that is also something my guides have been saying from the beginning is this has been a time for everyone to go internally to see like, what do I want? What do I need? Who am I in this world? What do I want to give to it? What do I want to create within it? Um, and so one way to that also has been paired with that is really self-love, but specifically with the inner child. And I've in the weeks where the energy report was a lot about the inner child, I it became really clear to me that it's such an access point to getting more information about yourself and what you need and what you want, because that inner child has so much information. And if you've mm. just been um, if you've been either merged with them and only being the inner child or ignoring the inner child and just trying to like tough it out as the adult, um, which actually is just another form of the inner child, um, is you aren't, you're missing out on so much information about what you need and what you want in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so my recommendation for the week is to get in touch with this inner child to speak to her more to um, find out what she needs and wants even if you are unclear about what that's like um, you know like or clear connecting just even having again the intention I want to know so I want to know what what's going on with her clues are if you feel triggered at all if you're feeling a big emotion if you're feeling lost then you can try to bring in that loving adult and just say like I see you you can practice radical compassion and say this is a moment of sadness or whatever it is may I be kind to myself and that's giving her attention um and then you can find out, like, what do you need, what do you want, and get more information. Um, and that does help create this connection, this bond, which we all have an inner child. Um, it's just this bond will help you to create more space within the self by filling up with more of who you are. Mm. Um, and... Uh, now I'm going to do a plug for, because <laughs> I forgot to mention this before, but it does relate because I have an inner child segment in this. I'm doing this new thing starting next Friday. So if you're, you're listening this Monday, it's starting Friday where I'm sending out 11 emails for 11 days um, for $11. I made 11, 11, 11. Oh. Um, and one of them is that is... It's just all like little pieces, short, not overwhelming, like ways to connect to the self and to love yourself and, um, and yeah, connect, feel more centered and grounded and connect to the self. And one of them is an inner child, um, exercise. And I actually, that's going to be the only meditation I have in there is, um, a way to really connect to this loving inner parent, which is very challenging for so many of us who did not have a loving parent um, to even, you know, if you haven't really been imprinted like that, it's hard to give that to yourself. It's like actually easier to give it to your, if you have actual children outside of your body, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's easier to give it to them than it is to your own little inner child. Mm-hmm. So that's part of it. I just maybe, um, yeah, I just wanted to plug it now so that, people could have access to that because it's um helpful that's so cool so is it going to be like um text emails and then like meditations or videos well there's not going to be videos it's just going to be active like as i what i wanted to do is make it like short because a lot of people just don't have the energy right now to focus so i wanted it to be powerful like really helpful but very simple that's awesome yeah so they're just Thanks. They're just like emails. There is that one meditation, but then the rest is just activities like written out, um, something that they can do each day or whenever they want. They are meant to, they can build on themselves, but they don't have to. You can just do one a day and then feel more connected and better. And it's, yeah, all email. Cool. So I want to talk about the inner child situation because I just remembered while you were talking that I had a huge inner child 
experience this week, and oh. it was watching the first episode of Tales from the Loop. Have you see- watched it No, yet? no. Brett keeps asking me to watch it to see if I like it, so I'll yeah, have to do Ted that. Yeah, Ted wanted to watch it, but then my brother texted me like a really sweet email or a sweet text that said, I watched Tales from the Loop and the main character in the first episode reminded me of you. And he was like, like how when you were a kid, stuff happened that was beyond your control. And and he was like, anyway, I know this might not make sense, but I love you. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. (laughs) I know. So I was like, now I really want to see what what he thought, what made him think of me. And I watched it and it was, I mean, it was completely inner child stuff. It was so like literally meeting your child when you're an adult. And, oh wow! And the the little girl in it like lost her house, and you know he was like associating it with how I he doesn't remember before our parents got divorced, but I was he was too young, but I was just old enough to like know the house, and then to know that it exploded, <laughs> you know, metaphorically. Yeah. And but it, I just cried through the whole thing, like to know. I mean, because it really, I was like, whoa, that is so. Like, I really, really relate to that. But also, like, my brother saw that. Like, he acknowledged and knew that that was. That is how so I felt. huge. I know. That's really, really healing when that happens. I've had that happen with my sister, and I never thought that would happen with oh. her. And it's so. It's very powerful in that. It's very loving. And this is the kind of love we want to give ourselves. This like, I see you. This happened to you. I see that. Yeah. This inner child has been a real theme this week, so I'm not surprised that happened to you. Yeah. Yeah, it was really mystical. You know, when something like a story, you're like, whoa, this is (laughs) this really resonates with me in my life. Wow. I was like that. I love that. Yeah, so the inner child work is very powerful, and um, that's the energy report. Try, you know, just work on making more space for yourself and and having ownership over that. Like, yeah, we deserve to have more space for ourselves. Yeah, and to love ourselves. Yeah, like Greg, just like Greg. Greg. We'll have to post a. We should post a picture of Greg. Greg level love. He's just the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely we'll post a picture. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. So now it's time for Practical Magic. All right. So this week it's Taurus season. So yeah. happy Taurus season to the Tauruses and to That's everyone. Right. Happy birthday, Tauruses. Yes, and the new moon in Taurus is Wednesday, which is also Earth Day. Oh, oh, I know a lot of people whose birthdays that is. Is Earth Day? Mm. Yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah. So, um, so Taurus is an Earth sign, and this is an Earth Day. And let's, I, my idea for practical magic for this week is to set very clear intentions on Earth Day, on the new moon, about the Earth, about yeah, healing great. the planet. This is like really just in the cultural consciousness right now. And even if it weren't the Taurus new moon on Earth Day, it just really feels like, I mean, the... <laughs> My brother sent me a picture of Long Beach, and which is where he lives. And it, oh. I thought it was like a meadow in the mountains because wow. you could just tell. It was just a picture of like his car in his front yard. But I mean, it, you, the difference in the air quality was so obvious as wow. someone who knows what Long Beach usually looks like. So oh, that having, kills me. I know. So having these examples and like, weren't you telling me about the Venice canals? Was that you? That the that wasn't are true though. I found oh, that out. wasn't true. Yeah, but I saw something in the news about how it's like clear, different, clearly different uh, water quality. Oh, and I'm sure that's true. But yeah, the dolphins aren't coming over there. Oh, not yet. (laughs) Maybe maybe they will. Uh, (laughs) But I mean, not just that, but just like I mean, so many of us are just really like this. What? How? What do we want to see? And like. It's so easy for us to, and I mean, this is another way I've been letting go this week, how I've been talking so much about getting angry. I haven't been as much. And I think because maybe that conscious shift from like, it's so easy to be like, this is what I don't want. This is what's wrong. But then like, it is really useful and helpful and constructive to be like, well, what do I want? And it is 
not I mean I have been kind of shocked by how um how not like how maybe out of practice I am for really thinking like what Mm. would it look like for the world to be you know in harmony to have like humans really value each other and respect each other as equals and want the best for each other like and for the structure of our society to support that and sustainability which is like not just humans but all of our our earthling family you know can I just say what that makes me think of is you know how like when you're early on I, I don't like it just makes me think, for instance, um, of a personal example of like when I started writing professionally and I had no idea. I was like, anything's possible because you don't know what the limitations right. are. Yeah. So like I would do things that would end up happening for me. But if I had known all the <laughs> obstacles, I never would have done it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that, like you were talking before of having that beginner's mind almost of like being a teenager what's possible I don't even know like picturing that for the earth and humanity (sighs) totally because and that is like getting out of beginner's mind is what I have been doing like I mean I have been sending light I'll send light I have been sending light to the earth I've been like calling on blessings for all creatures you know but when it's really like, well, what would it look like? What would that look like? If I mean, I guess I just completely was like, well, that's yeah. not even an option. So why would I even entertain that? Right. So, but so now, so have patience with yourself. You know, if it doesn't come instantly into your mind, like what would it look like? Um, yeah. But well, we've just been like, programmed the opposite to yeah. think what, yeah. And just like you said, with the intention, with intending, like I intend, just thinking that I intend to open my yeah. mind to what that might look like yes. to start to formulate some visions of that. So you don't have to be perfect at it. It's natural if it takes a moment, but just like let's start opening the door to that. And I love it. And I did talk about this last week with like as you're drifting off to sleep, kind of opening up to you know, starting to get a vision of what that might look like. And so this week at the new moon, let's crystallize that. So you could um, have these visions. You can write down like in the present tense as if already true, some intentions for the world. But the most important thing for the new moon in like my vision of what we can do for practical magic Mm -hmm. is to do something physical to like anchor it into the physical world because Taurus is an earth sign and we are now wanting to bring these visions into reality even if they're not fully formed yet you're just sort of starting to set these intentions you could do visual art if you like to paint or sculpt you could do you could create a crystal grid you could Mm -hmm. dance Mm -hmm. you could write a song like something like that you create that you bring it I mean even just an altar creating an altar for the earth for the healing of the earth yeah that's great i was you a lot of times on earth day we go in our neighborhood and clean up but now i'm like i don't think we should be touching anything oh right also it might not be as sturdy because there yeah, haven't been as many people, people are yeah they throw things out of their car oh really they do that in the country sometimes i think oh. they just like because we live on a real you know in a rural area and they just like there's just like fast food cups wow. on the side of the road. They're just like done like, with it. Because like we were both raised in California and in California mm-hmm. there's like a huge fine if you get caught doing that. I remember uh, it was like when I was a kid if I ever wanted to do that, it would like the worst possible. I got in so much trouble because oh, wow. you can do you not remember that happening? No. In- but I no, I don't. But I mean it makes sense. California's ahead in yeah. many ways with laws like that anyway i love that practical magic giving to the earth every day really should be earth day yeah i mean that when you said giving to the earth another like way to physically anchor and that's what spells and rituals are it's like a way of anchoring in the physical world your intention but i saw when you said giving to the earth i saw like blessing water or blessing Mm. you could bless like beer or ale and then Pour it into the earth like you're actually giving this energy, which is, you know, a symbol of your intention, the physical symbol of your intention Mm -hmm. to the earth. Yeah, that's great. 
Um, okay. So should we do our housekeeping and then pick our car? Yes. That's okay. what we should do. Great. <laughs> okay. So you can find us at Magic Monday Podcast on Instagram. Um, you can find us at Magic Monday Pod on Facebook. We have a listeners page that's separate that you can ask to join Magic Monday Podcast listeners. Um, and you can interact with other listeners. Um Am I forgetting anything? Oh, you can ask us a question on our website, magicmondaypodcast.com. And sign up for our newsletter there, too. Oh, yeah. And sign up for our newsletter. It comes out once a month at the beginning of the month. Um, and I think that's all that for that. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for – now I do have a little thing there for the 11 – emails and also you can schedule a session with me there and sign up for my newsletter and you get a little chakra medit you get actually access to all my meditations when you sign up for the newsletter cool and where can we find you uh you can find me on instagram at tess4444 on twitter at tess whitehurst on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst Author, on YouTube at Tess Whitehurst, and my website is TessWhitehurst.com, where you can sign up for my newsletter and read my blog and find a bunch of rituals and guided meditations and feng shui information, and you can try the Good Vibe Tribe for a month for free, and you can sign up to get reminders for my free meditations. I'm doing live meditations every Friday. Uh, Harmony Happy Hour Meditation. So you can find out it. about that at TessWhitehurst.com. Yay. All right. Well, this week I am picking from the Rumi Oracle deck by Alana Fairchild. And I am drawing from the Sacred Self-Care Oracle by Jill oh. Pyle. Is that the one from Goddess Provisions? Yes, but it's the Hay House version. So oh. it has a guidebook. Oh, cool. Well, I picked, I mean, honestly, I feel like this episode in particular has been so, like, the messages are, like, really repeating themselves in a great way and, like, coming back to each other. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, like, like very circle. clear, loud messages from the divine yes. right now. Like, this is what, totally. these are what we're getting. So I picked Merciful Mother Jamal, which mm. is a beautiful card. Um, and it says, I'm not going to read the whole thing because it's really long, but it says, this oracle brings you a message. There is a shift taking place now in a matter of great importance to you from Jalal to Jamal, from justice to mercy. This is your path, your destiny, and your blessing now opening up before you. It may be a particular matter. However, it likely includes your entire life orientation. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. exactly what we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> you are being granted refuge, respite, and shelter from the storms of struggle and doubt and being given a divine sanctuary of safe harbor. You shall find that the unraveling of the struggle and pain now happens through tenderness, a gentler oh. approach. You are being asked to take stock of your own thoughts and attitudes. Having to be tough and play hardball in the past has served its purpose, yet this oracle comes to you with guidance to become softer in your way and your attitude. Oh. I mean... This is exactly what I was saying about the, you know, inner, it's time to take child. stock and, yeah, and to be kind and gentle when you do yeah. it. Yeah, like do it through this loving embrace of the inner child. Yeah, and the, and the Greg <sighs> thing too. The... Yes, and the Greg. Um, okay, <laughs> it's really, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> also, you're being given a message that your prayers are powerful. Although action in the world is part of your soul and purpose and plan when you pray, have conviction. This is like the intention thing. Have conviction that your prayers are real, are heard, and responded to by the great universal heart. Yeah. Um. So the rit it gives a little ritual, and it says, "With your hand and your heart, say, I call upon Jamal, Mother of Mercy, upon Rumi, who loves me unconditionally, and ask for your grace, intervention, and blessing now in all matters of my life. I accept the help of the great universal compassion seeking to bestow itself upon me now. Thank you." Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I love that. Okay. Yeah. What did you get? I got movement. So the mantra is, I feel embodied and empowered to move with strength and grace. This is so perfect for Taurus season. Yes. 
Create a clear energy flow throughout your body by introducing a new movement practice into your life. Structured or free-flowing, this could be anything from yoga, walking, or qigong, to rock climbing, running, or swimming, whatever suits your tastes. With any movement practice, the most important thing is to tune into how your body is feeling and move in a supportive way. Relish the feeling of being present inside your miraculous body. Diversify your movement practices so that you're working in all areas of your body. Seek out a new or forgotten movement practice to help gently push the boundaries of your comfort zone. It's better to start small than not start at all. Even if it's just 15 minutes per day, get your body moving in a way that feels exhilarating to you. I love it. Yeah. Also, it goes with what you were saying about bringing movement into the ritual, like grounding it. Yeah. Dancing your intentions is a great, great way to interweave that, your intentions with the physical world. Yeah. And it reminds me of my new Oracle deck that's coming out soon, which is the Cosmic Dancer Oracle. Oh, so exciting. When does that happen? Well, um, the, what I heard from the publisher is May in Australia and June in the United States, but I guess okay. it's a little iffy right now just because of right. everything being a little iffy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really exciting. Every card has like a movement practice to oh, integrate wow. the wisdom. That's awesome. I yeah. Love that. I feel like I've said I love that like 5,000 times. Well, that's good. So Right. All right, and I love you all. Thank you for listening. (laughs) It is true. We're sending you lots of love. Have a great week. Bye. Who am I? Why am I here?